We're back. We won a game. That's five in a row versus LSU. Five in a row over LSU. Five in a row over Will Wade. We're back. Blue collar unplugged. I'm Blake Byler. Hey, Matthew. Howdy. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Blake. We're all in the studio this time. We were all in the studio last time, weren't we? Yep. That's nice. Well, we got a win. Really exciting. Your thoughts? Jaden Shackelford is back. He is back. He is back. He looked good. He did look awesome. 26 points? Yep. yep. On what shooting? Did anyone have a box score pulled up? Uh, I'll get a box score pulled up. But Shackelford did look really good, really effective. I'm going to guess he shot like 67 I was very surprised with his effort, Actually, uh, no, especially he on the defensive end. He looked good. Yes. That's one thing that was huge for him was defensive effort. I, I tweeted out a clip earlier today um, of him – we were up like Alabama was up like fifty seven forty four roughly like eight minutes to go and number zero for LSU I forget his name was out dribbling at the top of the key and Shackelford just clamped up defensively hundred percent effort sat down and guarded got up there got his hands up in there broke it up ball went out on LSU's knee yeah. and we went the other way that was more emotion than I that I saw out of Jaden Shackelford than I've seen from him in a while it feels like yeah and that guard you're thinking of is Brandon Murray. Yes, him. He Which was, that was that was really really nice to see from Jaden Shackelford. Twenty six points, seven for eighteen from the field, so not terribly inefficient. Three for ten from three isn't great, but that's also I feel like better than he shot lately. It's also like the rim just said no to threes in the second half. Like I that's that the only was way stupid. Know. Like we had we were zero for fifteen, so I would say probably I'd say probably four of those came in the second half. So. Three for six. Yeah, in the probably. First half. That's electric. Obviously, he's contributing very well. Um, nine for eleven from the free throw line. Those two. Oh, he nailed free throws the entire game until the end. Until the ones where they matter. Yes. Which, obviously, Keon Ellis got two. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. And another thing from this game, one of the biggest stories from the game was Quinterly, Javon Quinterly coming off the bench. Matthew, what what is your what is your take on that? I love it. Um, with JQ coming off the bench, it allows Deron Quinterly to change uh, what pace the other team is seeing, essentially. Uh, you know, it, you get JD in there, and as explosive as JD is, he's not as uh, sporadic and, um, you know, he's not as quick as Javon Quinterly is. And mm-hmm. Javon Quinterly allows a change of pace for Alabama to speed up the other defense. Um you know, he, and when you put him in there, he's going up against either a really tired first team mm-hmm. or just a second team, which isn't going to be as good as Javon Quinterly is. Exactly. I mean, he's an all-SEC player. He's a, you know, probably, I still think he's the best point guard in the SEC. You can debate that, but, you know. I definitely off, think he's up there. Yeah, getting him off the bench has just been huge for Alabama. We saw it all last year, and I think hopefully we're going to see it again this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, I think he could be yeah. the best sixth man in America on any basketball team in any division. Like, I think he could That's walk hard to the argue. Nets and be the best sixth man. I uh, I think he could also w- walk on to a Calvary upward team and be the best six man. So <laughs> really both range, there. both ranges of the spectrum. Uh, one thing I really liked about that was uh, both Oates and JQ in the press conference saying how it was JQ's choice to come off the bench. I thought that was really interesting and a very mature choice. Uh, it takes a lot of like self-realization and a big check of your ego whenever you're a really good basketball player, to say it serves my team better and it might even serve myself better to come off the bench. And so I think that's a really big decision for uh, JQ to go to Nate Oates and be like, hey, coach, 
I want to go off the bench this game. I feel like that role suits me better. I feel like it helps the team better. That is massive for uh, like selflessness whenever it comes to showing teammates that he's going to put the team first. And it's also just more effective in general. He went on a tear last year. He scored double digits, I believe it was in every game from February 3rd on to the end of the season last year. Every game he was scoring in double digits, all while coming off the bench as the sixth man. And if he continues to do that, I think that's going to open up a lot of possibilities. And another thing I think it's going to do is it's going to give more opportunities to JD for him to maybe finally start to get going. Yeah, I think you said it last podcast. This team will go probably as far as JD Davidson is going to go. So get JD as a starter and continue his progression. Mm-hmm. It's it's huge for both of them. And I think this is a the correct decision that they're making here. I think so too. It's going to be a really huge like the the role that both of them are in can be so important. And if JD finally starts getting going offensively and if starting can give him the confidence to uh maybe stop playing as timid as he's been playing, maybe start uh, taking it to the rim. We, we saw him do it twice against LSU. He got layups both times. Maybe start hitting a three or two. That might be asking too much. His form but is great on that. It looks fine. Like, every shot looks fine. Yeah, They leave him open for a reason, though. Right. But if he can start hitting, uh, Alabama's going to be really dangerous. Really dangerous. Who else impressed y'all against LSU? Uh, I thought effort-wise, uh, Noah Gurley had another... Pretty mm-hmm. yep. quietly good game. Uh, Stat-wise, obviously not awesome. Uh, two for eight from the line is never really super ideal, especially when four of those were in that 68 to whatever. Uh, I think it was 68-64 where his free throws iced the game. That Like, that's it. Yeah. And before that. So that wasn't awesome, uh, but I did love his effort. Rebounding, I thought he had a lot of great plays defensively, and I really think he stepped up. Like we've discussed many times since uh, really the Tennessee game, he has turned it around and come alive uh, offensively, which has been wonderful because previously him on offense was dreadful. Now, the one thing I will say that I think he uh, has shown problems in and needs to improve in is at the rim, he always goes down with the ball. Like he, he can jump up and catch anything. Like he is probably one of the most athletic players, like top to bottom. Uh, like probably in top three on the team, like he goes up and catches anything like on inbounds plays. I don't think we should like if we have to go early with it. Yeah, gr- yeah. it's got to go to Gurley. But at the rim, like you can't like once you're up, just go just towards go the goal. Charles like, does that too. Yeah, they they both do it, and it's, they it's they both timid. go up and they're they're. I feel like they're just probably worried about getting blocked or something like that. They'll go up and they can easily dunk it. Like Charles is seven feet. Well, well Charles didn't easily dunk. Right? Charles did miss a dunk, which is really sad. But yeah, like, no like, Charles is right up there at seven feet. Noah Gurley's six eight. They can both just jump up there and dunk it. And a lot of times, both of them will bring the ball down yep. and end up altering their shot, getting blocked, like, missing something unfortunate like that. Yeah, if you're already up, just go for it. Just dunk worst it. happens Literally is you get fouled. Just, just strong, dunk it. Yeah. Go up with it. Yeah, they're they're big dudes. Just do better. Just just dunk it. That's a critique for Bediaco in particular. I, yeah, I think that's so he's been very frustrating last what three or four games now yeah he's just timid he's timid he's young but it's frustrating because he's such a huge part of this team as a freshman and, and he has to him, be and he has to be a better player than he's playing right now and he has the capabilities and too. he we've, yeah we've he it. absolutely can get there he's gonna be a great player down the line and he had like all the potential is there the tools are there he's got to bulk up which I think will happen this offseason. He'll definitely 
put on some pounds. Eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. What is he? Seven foot. How much does he weigh? Two twenty-five. Uh, that's that's more than I thought. Yeah, that's I that's mean, fine. I mean, it's not what we need it to be, but that's fine. If he can be, if he can be two forty next season, that's a force down low. Yeah, it, he's just got to get a little bit more size to him, and just I think mentally he has to realize that he's big. And I, again, I know we've said that many times, but obviously it's he's big. It's very apparent that he look is in not the mirror, Charles. Like you're seven feet. Right. Just dunk it. Just dunk the basketball. So we. That's our big man play has been somewhere to improve. Now I think it's been probably more consistent, dare I say, it, than last year with Reese and Bruner, just because Bruner was an old man and couldn't I, run. I agree with you there. Yeah, I think so too. And especially with Rojas coming back, I think our rotation is better this year. Let's talk about Rojas. We didn't have uh, Rojas wasn't back last time we recorded. Mm. We gotta talk. We gotta talk about James Rojas. Jim Rojas. Jim Rojas. Jimmy, Jimmy basketball. basketball. Oh, we did wow. the thing. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> this man against Mississippi State. So Jacob and I were in Starkville. Matthew was not in Starkville. I was not in Starkville. Understandable. Probably the best choice for the day. It was thirty degrees. The best raining. choice. Honestly. It was raining. We had to. We had to park. What was it? We so we drive up. Uh, me and Jacob drive up to Humphrey Coliseum, and their event staff is standing outside, and they're like, "Yeah, you can park anywhere past." this marker and it was this marker like super far down like probably three four parking lots down the kicker was it was raining and the even worse kicker was when we left tuscaloosa it was not raining so we did not bring rain jackets uh, actually correct. jacob you brought a rain jacket didn't you that's no fun. i didn't know you didn't well i didn't either fun as a so we had we got the pleasure of walking like four parking lots over in the rain all the way to Humphrey Coliseum. And the worst part is once we got there, the doors were not open because their doors don't open until an hour before the game. Literal poverty. Like, Starkville, Mississippi is poverty. Unbelievable. A terrible, a terrible decision. So we stood in the rain even longer. We finally got inside, and then the game was just atrocious. But the bright spot was Jim Rojas. Yeah. And this man, Rojas, he served as, uh, he was an effort guy which is obviously of the utmost importance to Nate Oates he would get in he would get uh, his hands in to deflect passes he got a couple steals he would fight for rebounds fight for loose balls but even more so than that the energy that he brought the team I thought was infectious you could see whenever he got in the game and he would fight for a rebound the entire bench stood up all cheering for him uh, he would fight for a loose ball. Uh, they would call a tie-up, like a jump ball, and the entire team would surround him. They'd be clapping. They'd be cheering. Like that's something that's super important that this team needs. Also, haven't y'all y'all both haven't y'all talked to people that say he's a big vocal leader in yes. in practice? Yes, absolutely. Talk he, about that. He a little holds bit. everybody accountable. Um, he's kind of been the guy recently to step up and be like, "Hey, I've been battling through this knee injury. I want this more than anybody. Get on my level kind of guy. And he's been holding everyone accountable in practice. That's what we've been hearing. Um, so, you know, last year we, we we didn't like James Rojas as much as we probably should have. We didn't appreciate him. This year... Someone make the James Rojas apology for him. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> this year he is going to be a very intricate part of this team. And I love it. I'm, I'm glad we have James Rojas back. I do too. I wanted to start him... Before I wanted to start him against LSU, I understand why we didn't because yeah, he, while he did, br- he does bring energy and he does scrap really hard. It, he can't guard Tari Eason. 
Uh, no, we no, we could anyways. But I, <laughs> see, my ideal five for LSU was uh, JD. JD at the one, uh, Holt at the two. Holt? Uh, Tyler Barnes at the three. Okay, that's what we're doing. And Gurley and Rojas. I Guys give effort. I don't know. I, Holt gives effort? I mean, he doesn't not I, give effort. Let me take that back. I think he Holt, gives he gives effort. He plays basketball. He's out there on the floor. He does things. He does. Now I, I think that obviously is not who's been working the hardest. But at the end of the day, like after the last three games, guys, I think we needed something needed. to turn oh, it around. Yeah, I, I I agree. And and Rojas did even against LSU, where he might not have been the most effective, whether it be offense or defense. I mean, Tari Eason cooked him like three possessions in a row. Yeah, but I mean, his knees, the yeah. the energy and the leadership were there. And this team needs a vocal leader, and we've we've talked about that on here multiple times. Like this team needs a vocal leader, whether that be Keon Ellis stepping up, whether it be Shackelford stepping up, and that guy might have to be James Rojas. He's prop. He's one of the oldest guys on the team. He's one of three seniors on the team. He's been in the program for three years, and while he's not Herb Jones when it comes to like everyone talks about this team needing it, it's Herb Jones. That's hard to to replicate it it's really yeah, hard clearly. to just have your next best player in school history just show up and and do that a season later but rojas can serve as that scrappy vocal leader that this team really needs going forward and especially whenever we're playing against a team that doesn't have an uber athletic six foot eight like monster like tari eason he's gonna actually be able to be effective on the basketball court which is exciting like missouri who's missouri Kobe, Kobe Brown. Brown. Never mind. Never I, mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I take it back. However, yeah, I do buddy. think that is. I think that is the matchup we're going to roll with, though. I don't. Rojas think, on Kobe Brown. That's I, terrifying. I mean, I, who else? I, Gary. Okay. Please. Good, let's go look at the game log. Of <laughs> okay. Gary on Kobe Brown. Actually, I, nothing worked against Kobe Brown last time. We'll get into that. Here's the thing. Missouri points. Missouri's not going to shoot seventy-five percent again or whatever they shot. No, they're just not. And we're also not going to shoot as poorly as we. They do. might. No. No. We might. I mean, yes. We haven't made a three since the first half of our last game. That's fair. I will say <laughs> shot quality had us winning by 12. Um, oh, people that don't know what shot quality is, go ahead and explain that one. Uh, it is a very good stats analytics website for all things uh, basketball and basically just uses like very statistical formulas that they keep very secret um, and also publicate some so that you know like what they're working with basically it just gives you an idea of like based off the shots that you get how good of a look they are how good your systems are working um, a lot of colleges use them i think i don't know if we were signed up for their services i think we do a lot of ours through hd intelligence yeah uh, but shot quality does reports nonetheless so yeah shot uh, quality takes uh they they take the different uh shot like all the different looks open looks covered looks that teams take in a game compiles them all uses like analyzes all this data to basically project what the score should be given the quality of shots taken in a game. And so with Alabama and LSU, shot quality thinks that Alabama should have won by or expected to win the game by 12. Their number, The numbers they run says Alabama wins that game 83% of the time with the looks that they took. In the, um, in the press conference after the game, Nate Oates was talking a lot about how he was – he wasn't fine with the 0 for 15 shooting from three, but he wasn't necessarily mad about it because all of the looks I thought, like 
at least 10 or 12 of those looks were wide open, good looks. And if they don't fall, they don't fall. That just is what it is. Yeah, and I I believe we are shooting worse from wide open shots than uh, from contested shots. Now I don't have specific numbers to back we that up, but I do believe that is, the, that is the word from sources. Uh, so, yeah, that's Strictly certainly something. Threes. Which, you know, with the way we've been guarded on the perimeter for – most of the year up until like I feel like the past few games just because the offense has been rough and like we didn't have to be guarded super hard, uh, even though we were against Auburn and Mississippi State's defense was very solid. LSU's um, I thought we worked very well around for the most part. And again, like you shoot fifteen threes like based on what we did in the first half, we sh- should expect to make four to five of those. We make four to five of those, completely different game. That's so. a that's a good point that I didn't think about because I remember earlier in the season against like. Houston and Tennessee, I feel like we weren't getting good looks. No, like, like we were guarded like to mid court. They ran us off the three point line. Yeah. We could not get a good shot up. We shot horrendously from deep, and there were just like shots would go in occasionally, but it was because we were like chucking up covered threes and yeah. making them. Like Tennessee, we shot seven for thirty one. Houston. Yikes. We only got 18 threes off, which we're not going to Only 18 like off. Oh, my goodness. Like we shot 39%, but Jeez. we only got 18 off, so we only hit seven. Uh, so in games where we don't get to 10 threes. Uh, well, that's like the last six. Right. So we're three and three. So yeah. Conference play, which that's not a good look. Need to get need to make 10 threes. And then before that, what are we like? Math, nine and two. Something like that. Yeah, nine and two. So – Lost to Iona, went five for seventeen. Again, they also guarded us way out. Uh, they switched well, covered us fundamentally, and then Memphis, um, or I guess yeah, nine three. Uh, Memphis, they honestly didn't really guard us that hard. We just didn't play good. That actually makes me really optimistic. Yeah, moving forward because the fact that they were able to get that many open looks, like that's a huge positive sign yeah. moving forward. Is that like? Against Missouri, if that same offense is run, not to mention LSU has the number one defense in America, according to Ken Palm. Yep. Ken Palm. And so, if that many good looks are opened up against the number one defense statistically in the country, yeah. imagine running that same offense, getting those same looks against a lesser defense, and actually making the shots. When we're playing defense, it's just like last year, where if you're making shots, you win by 30 or 40. But if you're missing shots, you're still in the game right there to be able to win. It's just a closer six or seven or five or four-point game, yep. which is fine. And unfortunately for Alabama, this this year, you know, teams are also making shots that they don't typically make, and Alabama's missing That's shots every that they don't make, <laughs> of course. But... <laughs> Like, for example, Alabama's 257th in luck right now. 257th in the country in luck on Ken Palm. I like wish Kenneth I was Palm shot. Boy. Brief pause. Uh, the Dons of San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. 30-29 to 29 over number one Gonzaga. Two minutes, 41 seconds left in the first half. They're winning? They're winning. I hope they lose. I... Yeah, I would like to keep our quality. Our, win. I'm not gonna lie. I, I still want like, the win over number up, one. Upset win sounds cool, but also I'd like the win over number one because we know who's lurking at number that's two. That's your that's your live update. Live that's update. Your blue collar unplugged live update. Yes. What's the UCLA game looking like? Uh, Utah's up twenty five twenty three. Good. Be cool. 
Um, Good. Again, Pac-12 after dark, so who really knows? Actually, everything's after dark because it gets dark at, at 6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's after dark. But like we said, I think the like the over 15 is not a – It's not as bad as people think. It's not. And it's not like – I mean, I, hold me to this. I don't think we'll go over 15 and a, th- and a half again from 3. If it happens again, it's your fault. It is. And now also, on the flip side of that, talking about like previewing ahead to – February 5th, uh, whenever Kentucky comes to town. Oh, boy. Whenever they scored 109 against Tennessee, or however Fear. many it was, that's also not sustainable. So, like, there's... there's You would think. It, it's not sustainable. In, until it, it happens against us. It, it, 109 points is... You're not new the, here. You know this. that would happen to us. I know, <laughs> but, like, the clip that they're shooting at is just not... Probability like, says that there's no way that happens again. But Alabama basketball says. But Alabama nice. basketball says it very much can. Oh, okay. Uh, other live update: CBS was behind Gonzaga, thirty-six, thirty-three, a half. Okay. Good. Thank you, worldwide. Go Zags. Also, uh, another big update: Indiana beat Purdue, sixty-eight, sixty-five. I did see that. So that's good, really nice. Good for the Hoosiers. Um, shout out the Crimson Guard, their student section. I think Indiana's a fine out-of-conference basketball team to be slightly in favor for it because you know they've got a lot of program history and just they're they're, just, they're just not very good. historic they are they're just not good they're, I, I, they're like 14 and 4 now i think they're, i mean they're, they're gonna be ranked after this win they so. will be i meaning in the past few years they've not been as consistent they haven't been as good as they could be yeah. and then mike woodson was a bit of an odd hire for me there i yeah. i didn't really understand it I didn't, didn't they throw it. out oats's name they did at one point i think well, so i feel like everyone has to i mean at, at maryland point. did nothing happened there um, did they hire a new coach? UNC did. Nothing happened there. UNC went internal. Yeah, they did. A, lo- a lot of blue bloods so did internal. Duke. So let's hope Michigan or, State goes internal. Well, we're not going to talk about that right did now. Did Michigan at one point? Am I... Jawan Howard? Yeah. He wasn't on the staff. He was no, just a former okay. player. Yeah. But still uh, Michigan internal. was his first coaching job, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe Which, I'm wrong about Now, that. that is also something to briefly mention while we talk out of conferences. Michigan's kind of a little bit disappointment this year they're bad I, they're not they're not great they're not awesome if if uh, alabama had beaten ucla we were going to the final four they were going to the final four because they were going to beat michigan michigan's eight, eight and seven, seven with losses to seton hall now that's respectable they're seton good Hall's solid arizona they're so, good okay unc they're okay by 21 yikes uh also big result this week miami over unc by 28 that's he- net and FSU Net over rankings. Duke, 79-78, storm the court. Shout out to the, uh, the gang in tally. Uh, lost to Minnesota, UCF, Rutgers, Illinois. I mean, I just... Yeah. I Miami, I, I think Miami's the probably the best team in the ACC at this point. Uh, I, yes. They're, they, they're, what, 14-4, I think. Are they undefeated in conference play? Yeah. Uh, no, no they, that's not true. F- I think FSU beat them. Yeah. yeah, FSU won. I think they beat them in overtime. So, FSU's kind of... Sticking around. They're hanging around. They'll probably make it to the Elite Eight and lose by 30. Any, any so. team coached by Leonard Hamilton is going to stick around and, you know, at yeah. least be good. He's a good guy. He's a good, good coach. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So let's circle back around to State this game? upcoming Saturday game. Okay. Upcoming Saturday? Yes. So Alabama, Missouri, little rematch. Yes. The, the team that started the worst week in Alabama athletics history. It's their fault. The Missouri Tigers. Well, it's not just their fault, but <laughs> fired their coach. He's still coaching, isn't he? Is he finishing the year? No, Quanzo's done. Yeah, Quanzo. I think Quanzo's out of there. Is uh, he, they, so like who's coaching them? Somebody on staff. 
I think an assistant. I'll look I mean, I'm quick. sure an assistant. I just don't know because they fired Quanzo like a week ago. Yeah, and then Missouri went and beat Ole Miss by 25 in the pavilion. I'm... Yeah, they're playing well lately, which doesn't like. I I don't know what to make of them. I don't know either. Like go go to their like like I just I we're at a loss for words right now just because I don't know what to make of Missouri. Yeah. So they were they were playing terribly. They. Go Alabama Missouri's goes to nine. Columbia. Yeah, they're eight and nine. They have a losing record. Alabama goes to Columbia and they shoot the lights out of the basketball and they beat Alabama somehow. And then the next game they start out down twenty seven to three against Arkansas. And we noted that on I think the last time we recorded. But then after that, they played Texas A and M, who's actually very good down to the wire, almost won, and then they just blew out Ole Miss on the road. So what are they? Have they turned it around since Quanzo's been fired, or what? Uh, before they we, are an enigma. They are. They are. So are we, but... By the way, uh, interim coach, Cornell man. That's right. Sweet. Also, fun little trivia tidbit. Uh, Alabama and Missouri shot the exact same clip, 9 for 24, 37.5% the last time we met. I hope we they don't do that again. I hope we don't do that again. Yeah, Actually, sorry. I hope we do that again. They don't do that. Hopefully, again. Kobe Brown doesn't score thirty points again. Yeah, Kobe Brown is a problem. There's an ad playing on somebody's computer. That's we really funny. There's <laughs> 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 uh, Kobe Brown. How do we how do we stop him? Their starting lineup had seventy eight. Or sorry, 80, 88, 80, Quick math. Jim Rojas question mark on Brown. I don't know. I don't, I don't like I don't know that. what's better. I don't like it either. I don't like that because Brown's we really ju- athletic. Yeah, Brown's athletic. Who do you put on him? And you got to put Juan Gary. 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 Yeah. I think. Uh, is Gary's face okay? Like, is Gary playing? He has Ooh, a. That's a good question. In the press conference, Oates said he has a, he has a face. quote, facial. <laughs> he has a face. He has out, a facial contusion. Face. Okay. So I think he just got popped. Yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely co- blood that, on the towel. That's so. code for he got roughed up. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't see him again after like two minutes. No, we didn't. I think he'll play. Yeah. I think he'll play. I hope he plays. Uh, it's Gary. He'll play. I mean, do, do he'll play through. I want to see Juwan Gary in a mask. Do you I want mask, face mask, Ga- face mask Gary. Juwan Gary. Do you remember whenever Juwan Gary. Gary Please. got his first start for in college at South Carolina, like, where and I think he's not. I remember from, it. He's from around Columbia. Yep. Got hurt like two minutes in, and then I'm pretty sure he came back in for like five minutes later and then he recorded a tiktok after the game in a sling with Jaden shackleford yeah and somebody deep fried it and made oh. a meme out of it also we're gonna we got some great deep fried darius miles content did or to to deep fry let me oh. let me just show you this i'm be- getting live reactions Why right now darius to us watching miles darius waiting. miles on. i believe that's his mother so that's really fun uh, for uh, they can't see us because we don't have video, but we're watching Darius Miles on Instagram Live, just just dancing yeah. aggressively. Also, you have a uh, Jaden Quinterly in the comments saying "Frank" <laughs> when he whenever he tried to type "freak." So yes, <laughs> Darius Miles, everyone. That's the one thing I love about Darius Miles, though. He's he's so energetic. put Darius Miles on Cody Brown. Maybe Darius Miles is bigger he than he guarded he's Jabari big. Smith. He's big, that is not not necessarily effectively, but that's the thing. It's like he can did it. guard Jabari Smith effectively? No, the, the answer is no. The, half the NBA can't guard Jabari Smith effectively. Well, no, I'm dead serious. 
Jabari Smith scores 16 a game if he's in the NBA right now. Depends on like which team, but yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, I, like he, he, well, okay, the, the NBA doesn't play defense, so sure. He's six foot. Sure. T- don't don't give me that. He's six foot ten. It, it's true. It is true. But still, he's six foot ten. He can shoot from anywhere. Die. He has an actual handle. That's fair. He's unguardable in the college game. He can rise over anybody. Yes, it's he can. Scary. It is terrifying. We also uh, that's a point. We don't have anybody that rises up this year. That's like, true. Everyone has everyone has to be either be a catch and shoot or like off the dribble. No one can just stand there on the wing and just pull. Yeah, which obviously that's a very great skill to have, and that's why Petty was so unique. But like, been, we don't have anybody. Could have been Damari. Now I I think that will be for next year. Maybe. Um, hopefully. I hope I, so. I hope he bounces back. He's. Gonna be huge next year. The video he posted looks awesome. We're so. talking about people rising up over people. Yes. Uh, Brandon Miller next year. Yes. Oh, please. He's, yes. Made uh, earlier this week. Brandon Miller, Alabama signee, five star, made eleven three pointers. Eleven at forty two points. I love that. That's that's really exciting. But with Missouri, we think either I'm thinking either Miles or Gary on Kobe Brown. He's the key to stopping them theoretically, right? Because the rest of their guys, there's no way they repeat the same performance. No. So if if you Not slow down Kobe Brown, you slow down Missouri. In theory. In theory. I mean, I still like they. Okay, so let's run through the lineup. Uh, Brazil had Trayvon Brazil had nine. That's fine. Uh, that's okay. Now he had seven rebounds, which is just not acceptable. Rojas will stop that. Uh, Kobe Brown had 30, 13 rebounds. Gosh. That's so, four, now that's I would so say he broken. Had, he had four fouls. So I think we can kind of work on that foul count. Obviously, we should have uh, a little bit more of an advantage working on that, and we have a better rotation too. And which, the refs love us these days. So uh, That is yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but it's yeah. true. Like, I'm not mad about it. The checks yeah. in Birmingham have the cleared. checks cleared. And then send your checks in before Saturday. Don't forget. Go ahead and get them out tomorrow morning. Uh, Gordon Coleman and Pickett had 15, 18, and 15. So anytime you can get 48 out of three of your players, that's yeah, yeah. that's ideal. Good that's for them. Okay. But that's not super sustainable. Kobe Brown going two for three from three. It's just not sustainable at all. Yeah. So. I don't think that offense was sustainable, and I think we have a better rotation to slow them down this time. Because if I'm not mistaken, Gary picked up two fouls in like a minute and a half. That was that game. Which he, he stepped onto games. the court, breathed, and had two fouls before you, you even knew it. He got the Herb Jones treatment. Yes, I like. I really think it was a block and a charge on like, <coughs> like he got the charge, came back, got the block, or had a shooting foul that was bogus. So. If that doesn't happen, that would be nice. That, and that would be ideal, actually. I would prefer if Juwan Gary could play a full game for the first time in like a month, it feels like. Yeah. I and I think that's – like Gary went on a run uh, into conference play like through Gonzaga-Houston and then maybe like – maybe Jacksonville State and then I think Davidson kind of calmed down after that uh, mm-hmm. because I think maybe a little bit similar to JQ, Gary is – better coming in as a sixth or seventh man. Obviously, he's been shown to be a good starter. Uh, the Gary corner three in the first minute of the game is 100%. So, we'll But see. not after the first minute of the game, which is when he started pulling it lately. Right. He started pulling the corner three like 
halfway through the first quarter. It's not redeemable halfway through the first quarter. It's redeemable in the first minute of the game. Yeah. If you pull it then, you're going to make it. Not any time after that. So do we have score predictions? We should have been keeping a tally of our records. But I can go back and do that, probably. That's true. We should do that. I yeah. extraordinary. Uh, but anyways, score predictions. Jacob. Uh... I'm gonna say we, the floodgates open and we go 93 to 70. That that's that's a good score. 93 to se- that's I, a lot of points. I, that is a lot of points. Who's scoring that many points? Uh, Shaq 20 plus, JQ 18, Keon 14, Charles 12, and then the rest. 12 of from first. Charles. I I hope so. Goodness. Oh, I turned the button down. My bad. Play it now. Hit the button now, Matthew. Angry Chuck. There you go. I can be edited. I, I hope so. I hope uh, he has 12. I I think he goes above 8, but not above 12. So I think if that happens, uh, I think we're good to go. Also, here's, my, here's my take. Yes. We're going to get like 14, 15 from JD. I would love that. We haven't had that yeah. kind of output from JD in a minute. I think we could get it. JD, he had JD 12 last time really we played well. Missouri. That's true. So... Maybe maybe this is a little a, a JD breakout game. Matthew, your your score prediction. I'm gonna go 79, 70 Alabama. Okay, I like it's that. good. It's a good dub. It, it's it's a I w. like that. I'm I'm it cool. Yeah, I'll victory. take it. I'll take a victory. This is probably. Let's see. Where is Missouri right now? Uh, this is max Q3. Like when it's a it's a Q4. I've already looked. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a quad four. Yeah, I'm gonna go 80. Eight to seventy-three. Okay. Fifteen okay. point win. I like that. That's fifteen, right? We'll take those. Yep. It is. Yeah, I think we shoot well from three. I think JD has a nice game. They're gonna. I mean, it's gonna be. We're gonna give up seventy-three, but it's gonna be like a good seventy-three, like a, a good defensive seventy-three. If that makes sense, it's just gonna be because of the pace. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. I think the reason that I'm looking so much like at such a wide gap is because basically, like, mostly what I saw from the LSU game, I mean, frankly, like, we defended incredibly well against, uh, I think they're like about 105th in offensive efficiency, which that's, I mean, that's top third. That's not incredible, but they've got some talented dudes. Yeah. Um, and Eric Gaines deciding that he was Steph Curry for about a minute and a half was not the most yeah, fun. Yeah, ridiculous. But if you take that out, it's a drastically different game. But that I was really impressed with. And also scoring-wise, we moved the ball amazingly in the half court. Which best half court offense I've seen maybe all season? Uh, yes. Would you agree? I agree. Nato yeah. heard the criticism. He did. He read yeah. our tweets. He heard us, actually, specifically. Matthew's tweets specifically from his non-suspended account. His yeah. seventh. His seventh account. Account. Because his first six got suspended. Jack from Twitter, if you're listening, restore Matthew's original account. That's all. Restore the account. Please. It was verified. Just give it back yeah, to Matthew me, Yeah, Matthew was verified. That's really tough. But, yeah, those are our score predictions. Matthew's going to figure out what our records are. I will do that. I think Jacob's going to have a better record than us because you picked us to beat Gonzaga. And me and Matthew were not, not believers. But, say, I think believers. we picked us to. But then I picked. We were both. Then I was a believer against Auburn, and that was just not. Did you pick Auburn to beat us, Matthew? I did. Okay, so I definitely have the worst record. 
<laughs> that's I, so let's say I think every uh <laughs> I think Jacob has two games on us. I would have picked I would have picked us over Auburn, but yeah, but you weren't here, here for, for that one, so that me. doesn't really count. Uh, I, I think I picked us against Mississippi State, but I think we all did. So, Ah, uh, yes, we and all did. I, that game, we did not play particularly Keon got fouled. awful. Keon got fouled. We, like, Whatever. I think the worst part was just defensive rebounding and effort. Uh, winnable game. Very winnable game. I mean, like, that's a, that is a tough road SEC game that, like, we do 10% more effort and we win that. So... Yeah. You hate to see it, but back in the win column after LSU, looking to get another win against Missouri. Then next week's the big one. Georgia. You got Georgia and then Baylor. So the eighth best team in the SEC? Yeah, the eighth best team in the SEC, <laughs> Georgia. So hopefully Alabama can get a win against Missouri, beat Georgia on the road, and then you got the big one. You got Baylor coming in. So that, that's exciting. Super excited for that. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this week's this week's episode, today's episode, whatever you want to call it. Hey, y- y'all want to add anything? Uh, I will. I'll throw this out here. Two top twenty-five games on the weekend. They're both SEC games. We've got Auburn, Kentucky, and LSU, Tennessee. I would like to hear y'all's uh, brief opinions, guesses on those games. Barn by twenty. Twenty. At least Auburn by fifteen. At least twelve. Really? At the very least, twelve. Yes. I don't pick Kentucky. Don't do it. We're counting this against your record. Oh, I'm. I think Auburn will win. Oh, I think, yeah, I think 20 is absurd. I mean, K- Kentucky's still good. On a neutral site, Auburn by 7. In the jungle, Auburn by 20. I don't I don't know. I Oscar Shibway will give Dylan Cardwell and Walker Kessler a run for his money, which please go for it, Shibway. Like I I don't he have might. anything against you, he, but I do have something against Dylan. But I don't Cardwell, know. So. Strong man. But yeah, that and then uh, what was the other one? Tennessee LSU. Where's the game? Uh that is in Knoxville. Tennessee by two. Two. Okay. I don't know if Pinson will be back. I Actually, also don't know if Darius ooh, Days will play. Yeah, with with Days and Pinson, that would be three losses in a row for LSU, that which would, would be, be really tough. So, But also, they played two weeks ago, and LSU beat the brakes off of them. So I, I feel like they're going to split. I don't know. Tennessee just barely beat Vanderbilt. Oh, I'll probably take LSU on that one. That is going to be close. Yeah. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be solid. Very good games to watch. Um, unfortunately, we did not get college game day for the Big 12 SEC ch- uh, showdown, which I'm not sure. does make sense. But we, we did lose a lot of games. It is unfortunate because we were on the cusp. So Were we? One day. Yeah, we were on the cusp a month One ago. Day. You're right. One day. One day we'll get game day. But, yeah, that's going to that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Um, follow us on Twitter and keep listening. We love you guys. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll tide. Bye.